Hello and welcome back to Pastoral Parsha. I'm Hody Nemus, a third-year rabbinical student at YCT Rabbinical School. And I'm Michelle Friedman, Chair of Pastoral Counseling at YCT. In each episode of this podcast, we explore psychological insights gleaned from the Torah portion of the week. Today, we're talking about Parshat Toldot, and our theme is the capacity to delay gratification. So the ability to delay gratification is really a key component of navigating life successfully. Clearly, if you can wait to satisfy a need, you can focus on other things going around you, you can plan effectively, and you can hold on to a need without it taking over entirely. And frustration tolerance, the ability to wait and to believe that one's basic human needs are gonna be taken care of, that there's trust in the parents and in the larger world that the person will get fed, will be cared for, is an essential part of development. And it figures really powerfully in our Parsha today with the characters of Esav and Yaakov. Esav and Yaakov really represent two different worldviews, two strains in the Torah. You know, there's Yaakov, the studious sort of tent dweller. Seems simple, but we learn it can be a little devious um, and and somewhat intellectual, perhaps. Esav, pretty, you know, a hunter out in the field, very physical. And physicality is all over this Parsha. Yitzchak says he needs to eat game. He needs to eat meat so he can give the blessing. It's very tactile. Very tactile. And that's right. smell also. That's right. When he gives the blessing, he says, I need to smell the field that God has blessed. Of course, there's nowhere that's more physical in the Parsha than the whole episode of the Nazid Adashim, the lentil soup. Jacob offers Esau when he's come in, exhausted from the field, right? He's so hungry. And, and Yaakov says, so sell me your birthright. And he says, I'm going to die. What do I care? Lama zedli b'chor. What's the birthright to me? And he sells it. So we're going to take this, uh, this mess of pottage, this, ne- this urgency, and we're going to do a quick role play that brings it into a modern setting. Now, certainly the desire to eat is always present, but we're going to um, move this a little bit. And Hody and I are going to become Sam and Jenny. We are a husband and wife. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Sam. (laughs) Who enjoy watching Netflix. That season three of Shtissel has started. Uh. I I couldn't wait to find out what happened to our characters. And this, you know, I I know we had to pause because I just had to run to the bathroom and, and whatever. But let's, I can't, like... We can watch this, the end of today's episode, and since the whole season has been released, we know we can just like parse it out over the next couple of weeks. What do you mean, parse it out? No, no, no. I think we should, let's, 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 let's just do one more episode. Uh, oh, uh, Sam. No, we, no, just one more. Come on. Sam, come on. We do this Yo, all the time. Go to the bathroom. We're going to start, we're going to start the next episode. It's going to be great. No, we can. We can't. Why? Why not? Because we're having company over for Shabbos. Right. We have to cook. Come on, let's just what? Why don't? Hey, we'll stop halfway through. Oh come on! You, you who are you fooling? You know no, you we can't can do stop it. Okay, through. no, 
15 minutes. You know, 15 see, minutes. This is like you being on your cell phone. This is like you saying, I just want to finish this game. I just want to finish this oh, whatever. Please. You get so caught up. Come on, you can just. just uh, okay, I'm okay. just going to play it. I'm going to play it. All right, that's it. All right, we are back being Hody and Michelle. And how many of us have been in this situation? I know I have, many, many a time. Me too. I am a the little, guilty culprit. A little too my... close. To... <laughs> well, first of all, this is certainly one of those situations where modeling starts at home. And, you know, how many times, I mean, have I been, like, to rabbinic conferences and I see um, one of the rabbis who is just cannot not check his or her cell phone. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I tell the students in class, Tell your congregants in the future, I mean, we're not going to be interrupted unless there's an emergency and I'm turning off my phone or if there is an emergency that I'm expecting to get news on, that's mm. why. But people find it so hard to not have that gratification of their phones, of the TV show, like knowing that those episodes are there in space and you could find out what happened to all of your characters is unbelievably tantalizing mm -hmm. and compelling to people. Oh, yes. And you're saying that for rabbis and any, really anybody who's a parent, that you have to embody what you're telling Absolutely. your congregants, your kids, anyone around. Absolutely, and I think you have to acknowledge, certainly with your kids, yeah, of course it seems like so much fun to watch all of it or to watch it again. I mean, kids, really little kids, love to watch things over and over. But it's, it's important to do other things or whatever it is. Or there's certain things we need to get done first and then we're going to watch for how long. Or whatever the thing is, people need to know that there is a, a set time a plan. And a, and a finite amount uh -huh. for whatever the pleasure is. You don't get to eat as much cotton candy as you want. So let's imagine you're a kid, let's say you're like nine years old. You walk into a room and uh, there's an adult there who tells you, you know, here is a delicious, delicious treat. In this case, let's say it's a, a brownie. And, uh, and if you wait 15 minutes... I'm going to come back in 15 minutes. Don't eat the brownie. I'll bring you a second brownie. You can have both. That's right. Or if you eat the brownie now, well, or during those 15 minutes, no, no more brownies for you. This is. I think you're referring to a very famous experiment that was done at Stanford. Are you not? Yes, I am. The yes. famous Stanford marshmallow right. experiment. Instead of brownies, they used marshmallows. And what did they find about the kids who were able to hold on and not eat that marsh was a marshmallow. They could delay the gratification. So when they followed up with these kids later in life, they found that this was at least their research showed that uh, those children were more well adjusted. They were scoring higher on you know academic tests. They uh, they had better life outcomes uh, from their their perhaps their ability to you know have right. And that's probably so many factors. Like on the one hand, they were able to delay gratification, and they weren't feeling that desperate need for soothing. Mm -hmm. Like there's so those things go together. Like if you feel I have to have that now, I, there's a hole in my heart. I gotta fill it with something, and nothing else is gonna work. A marshmallow-sized hole. Right, a marshmallow-sized <laughs> hole, or an alcohol-sized hole, or a mm -hmm. heroin-sized mm -hmm. hole, or a pornography-sized hole, or a Netflix-sized hole. Whatever it is, mm -hmm. and that sense of urgency is so great, it really renders you pretty vulnerable. Yes. Right. Well, you know, you could argue that all of halacha, in some sense, is is sort of infusing joy into into self-restraint and uh, a pause. That will and allow pause. for That's right. 
an acknowledgement. That's right. And that, of course, is Shabbat, which is all about restraint. And or bracha, our, making a bracha before making eating. A bracha is a, a moment before you eat, right? Kashrut is the same. We, you know, we're going to restrain ourselves from certain things. Um, I mean, a, a huge swath of halacha could really be be framed in that way. And, you know, we could say, the Rav Salavich is very big on the, the sort of halachic hero that uh, restrains one's inner passions in order to serve God. Um, and I think ideally halacha should make us um, more uh, able to control our passions and, and to use, you know, use that strength in the service of helping others in the service of God. And another way of looking at this, or sort of a flip side, is how important it is for people who are cunning not to exploit the vulnerability of those who have trouble delaying gratification. So are you talking about people who have like a, an addictive personality? Is that, is that, a, is that a real thing, the yeah, addictive it is, personality? It is a real thing, or it, and it, it doesn't have to be the entire personality, maybe one component where they're particularly drawn to something, but getting, that's, that you, that's your right for exploitation uh, if somebody sees that in you and plays off of it. Well, I mean, we, we, we could hypothesize that Asov had yes. some sort of issue around food, maybe right. had a, a, you know, eating addiction of some kind, and, um, and Yaakov knew that and perhaps took advantage of him. I don't know if that's, that's the shot, but I think that's there. That, right. you know, he, uh, and you could also say that maybe Asov, who did have this urgency to eat and didn't have kind of a well-honed sense that food would be available, that he also trusted his brother, that he didn't uh, think that he was going to get ripped off. He was taken by surprise. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. He didn't expect this from his brother. And he, say, he feels murderous rage towards him, but he explicitly says in the text that he's going to wait. Right. He says uh, he says uh, that he's you know incensed at uh, Jacob because he stole the blessing, but the days of mourning... For my father draw draw near, and I'll then kill my brother Jacob. Right. So not a nice sentiment, and Oof. one that is highly commented on. But it is striking that the same text that talks about the the uh, negative consequences of impulsivity has that same character who couldn't wait to eat the mass of porridge mm -hmm. delay another impulse you're saying he's able to put off the murder even though he's so right. angry he's impassioned right, right. so what why, why is that so i think it's What's the text on? really showing us the complexity of human beings uh -huh. and that it is kind of in conclusion something i think we feel almost all the time as we do these podcasts how the text brilliantly and powerfully shows us how deep and rich every human is Shabbat Shalom.